You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in. Yes, it is that time again for another thrilling edition of Scatter Shooting. Hi there. I'm your host, Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. Ed, neighbor from the north. (laughs) Neighbor from the north, Ed. Yes. Yes, indeed. And let me just say, if you are watching us and you're here in the great state of Oklahoma, what a fantastic day it is. It is awesome outside. It's a wonderful day. The weather is great. Everybody's in a superb mood. It has been a wonderful day. I'm not, but it's okay. And uh, I'm excited. There's a little bit of a cool breeze, a bright sunshine out there. It's awesome. It's nice. It is. Otherwise, we're definitely in a fire pit after the show. We're at least be outside. I don't know. Okay. Fire is optional. Great, great, great. On the other hand, I want to ask everybody out there right now Uh are you on the side? Of Abraham Lincoln. I've been dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Or are you on the side of Jefferson Davis? I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. Some of you, if you're really young watching this show, some of you may be wondering, who's Jefferson Davis? Some might even be wondering who Abraham Lincoln is. Some may be wondering, what the hell is Joe Biden's and please <laughs> let me have some of it. Wow. Uh, that speech that he made yesterday down in Georgia, blasting their new election law. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch McConnell, the minority leader of the Senate, just a little while ago as we do this show, roasted Joe Biden, Can I have, said that I, he had known him forever, and what he saw, he couldn't recognize. It was incomprehensible. I have a really quick question, and this Go is ahead. just for clarity's sake. Is there a, a concern that the woke left is at some point going to yell at uh, Congress for appropriating uh, terminology and having a minority leader? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was quite the synchronatic response there, boys. I just feel uh, like maybe. it's a matter of time because maybe because they're going to say, yeah. "Well, Mitch is not a minority, right?" Yet he's the minority leader, right? Yeah. I just feel like it's a week away. Could be, could be even less than that. Well, what he based, said today, yeah, based, yeah. Um, I'll let you continue now, but I had to get my uh, comic relief moment in. Well, he was. <laughs> The president was in Georgia bitching about their new election law, yeah, uh, which he called, uh, you know, as he has several times, Jim Crow 2.0, and that we're headed toward totalitarianism and authoritarianism and all kinds of isms. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing is uh, the Georgia election laws, which the president talks about suppressing voters that they're taking their rights away from voting that won't be able to vote in georgia can't do it hmm. guess guess Fair what enough. state has stricter voting laws than georgia delaware bingo delaware which you know and i'm not sure i mean that's where biden was senator for a long time i don't know that he claims that as his home state it depends upon what lie he's telling at the time as to yeah, what I thought he claims he's from uh, pennsylvania pennsylvania from sometimes the- he's claimed other states you know it's kind of like he's claimed being arrested in south africa and during that speech yesterday claimed he was arrested at the capitol one has, day which there are no records of any of that ever happening has president harris weighed in yet president harris uh no she okay. is in a bunker uh, somewhere She's a yeah. wondering uh, what, and and I, you know, she's biding her time. <sighs> but biding um, her time? she's biding her time. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. She's she's not really going to have much time left because her approval ratings are down in the toilet with Grandpa Joe's. Sorry, you can talk. So over bad. I, I, thank you. American Our studio people. audience just got really excited when you. So said bad. That. Her there, together. Their approval ratings are so bad that guess who the Democrats may turn to in 2024? Hillary Clinton. Hill dog. Hillary Clinton. 
<laughs> All right, that's it. All of our sound effects have been used. We've yeah, hit they, our quota for the show. Do they still have the van for her to <clears throat> step you know, into, I, I, or they're going to have to get a new one? Probably a new one. Mm. Probably a new one. We probably sold them. Uh, they may have. Remember they, they when she did the Yes, yeah, she did the thing. I don't know. A, it may be a bigger van now. It may be a Winnebago. Kind of um, but no, the, the, the voting law in Delaware is, is more strict. In fact, Georgia, this new law that they say is so horrifically terrible, hmm. actually expanded what Georgia had before. And it's the, they just, it's lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. And since the, most of the media is on their side, they play right along with it. You know, and President Biden yesterday said they're, you know, they're cutting way back on weekend voting, you know, on, on, uh, you know, uh, the run up to election, early voting. They're Mm -hmm. taking away, you know, people's ability to come in there and vote early on Saturdays because Georgia has, they've set aside hours when the election offices will be open. And so the Democrats took that and said, they're restricting it. You know, the offices are gonna be closed at five o'clock. That's just when normal working people are getting off work. But, but, Go, go ahead. I think you're, you may be on the track no, here. I'm not going to say it. No, go ahead. Okay, well, well I'll <laughs> say it. A lot of people don't work on Saturdays. They're off on Saturdays. And it's typically not nine to five scheduling on Saturdays. Also correct. In fact, in, in many counties in Georgia, the old law said that for early voting, these places will be open during regular business hours. However, on Saturdays, regular business hours for a lot of these election offices were like nine to noon. Yeah, they were on banking hours. Yeah. Nine to noon. And so the new law says Expanded. it needs to be nine to five or eight to five. It needs to be eight hours. Mm-hmm. And so the Democrats, you know, took that and said, they're closing it at five. Well, they used to close it at noon, you idiot. And I, I mean, it's amazing what what they're saying here. And um, so he made a big deal of that yesterday and, you know, said, do you want to be on the, or do you want to fall on this side of Abraham Lincoln or the side of that traitor to the United States, Jefferson Davis? Abraham, and he went on to say that any anybody in Congress who votes against H.R. 1, that's the new federal voting bill, that any of you who do that, you, be you Democrat or Republican, you are to be considered a traitor to the United States. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. And I'm just like, really, Joe? <clears throat> I don't know who wrote that speech, but, you know, they're even more of a lunatic than he is. The same, the same person wrote that speech, the same 24-year-old Ivy League intern that is making all the other decisions there, sliding stuff in front of him, and he says, what am I signing? I just signed right, here. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but here? did Abraham Lincoln ever campaign for expanded voting rights? I, I mean, don't I, don't, I don't know that Abraham Lincoln and Jefferson Davis had opposite opinions on voting rights. <laughs> no, I, no, no, I really I, don't. I, 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 I don't. would. I don't think that was I a do, fundamental uh, issue of the day. I don't understand. And, you know what? And, and here's something here, else. If it's so ahead. important, you know, he was, t- call, you know, this yesterday, he was calling this a you know, something that has to be done. It has to be done. We're headed for a crisis. Where was this several months ago? He's He's been president now for darn near a year. Yeah. This wasn't up there. I mean, you know, they spent all this time talking about all these trillions and trillions of dollars and various other bills. Voting rights didn't seem to be such a big deal then. Now it's like, gotta have it. Well, we got the 300 million to the Taliban. Um, we, uh, yes, the right, three hundred million to the Taliban. Here's yes. the thing, though: I would be so insulted if a politician was telling people that I am too incompetent to find a way to cast my vote. If I had to be coddled and carried to the polls and helped to fill out the ballot and all that, I would be insulted. I would be like, "I'm a, I'm a grown ass adult American. I can make my way to the polls." <laughs> 
on election day, Those by the way. Aren't fast enough. I mean, that's part of it. Going on election day, standing in line, being proud, singing the national anthem with all your patriot friends, and then going in and casting your ballot. You know, this. I would be. I would tell them, shut up and get out of my business. I'll, I'll vote when I want to vote. I'm a grown adult. Come on. Well, yeah, and uh, I, I, I just. It's so disappointing, you know, where we, where, where, what we've come to in, in this country and, and the, the way things are being done now and the way things that are, you know, being forced down our throats, it seems like. And if you don't agree with the other side, then you're a domestic terrorist or you're a Nazi or you're a Traitor. Jefferson Davis Only sympathizer or something like deal that. deal in absolutes. The Sith. Mm. Okay, that's a All right, Star, Wars, Star Wars uh, hey, reference. I good think, on right? you, though. Yeah. Okay, I anyway, I know it was one of those Star Wars, Star Trek, Star oh, Gazers. I don't know. Yeah. Something like yeah. That. Okay. When Move the, on. Sorry, I shouldn't have said it. The danger. This is some dangerous rhetoric. I mean, if yes. the speech is as you've termed it, and I have no reason to believe it, what it's not. Um, you never know. I could be lying as much as the Democrats. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think that's true. There, it, that's I mean, especially true. if you're talking about them collectively, I don't think you have that kind of time. No, probably not. Yeah. But anyway. Mm. No. I, I mean, and, you know, the Washington Post, which has been known forever as a liberal uh, newspaper then and the uh, New York Times, and Biden has said this sort of thing before. You know, he didn't go quite as far as he right. did yesterday. But, you know, he's talked about Jim Crow 2.0, and the Washington Post has given him four Pinocchios, oh. which is their highest or lowest wow. rating for... Fact check that, boys and yes, girls. Yes, yes. You know, that's the, that's the highest can be. That's, the big, that's a bigger whopper than Burger King ever thought about coming out with. So we have, we're starting to see some cracks. Four Pinocchios. We're starting to see some cracks in the media as they're ratings fail and their advertising is going down yes you know jake tapper pushed back against the cdc this week on cnn he said look they were talking about well we need a new round of you know locking down and stuff and he said it's been two years it's been two years you know this this has to end when when are at some point we just have to accept well, that it's here and move on yes they used to never say that kind of stuff right know? no yeah they never did, especially Especially Jake Tapper, but I, you know, more and more of them, I think, are coming to the realization that it is getting a little bit ridiculous, and that you can't really trust what anybody is saying. And speaking of whoppers, Judge Justice, oh gosh, Sonia Sotomayor, the wise Latina, not very wise, uh, during the hearing on uh, Friday over the COVID. And, uh, you know, the uh, OSHA mandates, the OSHA stuff. You know, I thought it was a crime to lie in court. Apparently not when you're a Supreme Court justice. Because you talk about a whopper, Hmm. you know. And the Washington Post, by the way, gave her poor Pinocchios also in their Saturday paper. When she said during that hearing on Friday, she said right now, as of Friday, there were 100,000 children, pediatric little cases. Babies, little babies. Of the COVID. On ventilators. Wow, she didn't say 100. She said there were 100,000 children in hospitals right now. And she no. said many of them. On little bitty ventilators. No. We're on ventilators. 100,000. No. Yeah, little, little bitty No, that's not real. Did, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. she said that. Yes, I know it's real. In you know, court, she on said the it record. from the bench in the, at the Supreme Court during this hearing. It's a matter the real, of record. The real number as of now is what, about 3,500. And I think that since August, going back to August, there's only been about 5,000. And I believe the number of, of children who've been hospitalized since this whole darn thing began is like 30 or 35,000. The CDC also released a statement. CDC, right? This was the mainstream media actually reported. I don't remember who did it. 75% of all COVID deaths in the United States had a minimum, at least four comorbidities. Four. Without COVID, they probably would have been in the hospital 
and, right. and probably also right. would have succumbed. Right. And, you know, and you, it's very tough to get information <laughs> out of the CDC as to, you know, because they, they have, there's a, as you guys know, there's a big difference between people who die with COVID sure. and die from COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Burks, I forget her first name, but you know, when this whole thing started, she was asked a question about that, you know, back in the day when right. the Trump administration would do daily news conferences with actual questions, mm-hmm. which I know is shocking because they don't do that, the Biden administration. I mean, I, actual questions, I mean, what the hell? Uh, and she was asked about that, kind of the early reporting. Mm-hmm. And then the mainstream media kind of got away uh, from that. But she said, we're going to be very liberal, not in a political sense, but uh, in our reporting. Yeah. And that, but that basically, if somebody tests positive for COVID and they die, we're going to classify it as a COVID death. Mm-hmm. And you heard reports from various places from uh, doctors and nurses in hospitals and emergency rooms who pushed back on that saying we had a guy come in and they you know they they make those tests on people so they know whether they're covid positive or not mm-hmm. you know and they were saying you know we had people come in with gunshot wounds to the head mm-hmm. And when we ran the test, they you know they were COVID positive, so we had to put them down as a COVID death. Yeah, that's not you even know, anecdotal. Like, that's actual. Like there's, I think a lot of people think that that is hyperbole, but that's a real right. actual. It's thing. a real yes. Yeah. You know, they were saying you know any so that basically anybody who happened to test positive for COVID, clear now COVID might have ended up killing them had they not been shot in the head, but right. since they had been <laughs> shot in the head. That's what killed them. You know, or they would come in, you know, somebody had been hit by a bus. Mm, Well, the body tests positive for COVID, so I guess this is a COVID death. Mm -hmm. Even though the bus clearly killed the person. Well, if they wouldn't have had COVID, they might have had a clear head. Well, that's true. I didn't think about that. Because, you know, it could make make that argument. Should I just start calling you Sonia? Look, look. Look, like the wise Latina said, <laughs> out of an abundance of caution, huh. it's important. Never mind. I'll continue, please. Doctor Doctor Doom did say uh, this Would that week. That be Doctor Fauci of the esteemed yeah. Doctor Fauci. Boy, he, he and Rand Paul got into it again. He did say, and I quote: "COVID will affect just about everybody." All right. Well. That's, I think it already has. You just got to let the herd go. You don't, yeah. you don't have to test positive for COVID to have it affect you. I would say it's affected everybody mm-hmm. already. And, uh, oh, speaking of. No, infect. Did I say effect? You said, you said effect. effect. Oh, my gosh. I'm that so sorry. Change everything. Well, I'm not a professional journalist. Infect. <laughs> You're, he said, listen, the, you know why you're not a professional journalist? Is, it's because if you were, you would not have corrected yourself. Hang on, hang on. Just Ooh. saying. Infect. <laughs> score, score for, that's a, like, a, like a dunk for <laughs> Jeremy. There it's it is. Infect. It is infect. infect. He's got his okay. glasses on, so it's I'm, I'm sorry right. that I messed right. that up. No, that's good. I mean, I'm just, you know, but I still, I'll stand by what I said. I think it's affected yeah. everyone yeah. Al- already. Of course, yeah. Now, speaking also, I want to just throw in. Since we were on the subject of stupid uh, Supreme Court uh, justices, yeah, is it justices or justice I? <laughs> uh, okay, justices. Uh, Justice Stephen Breyer. Did you hear what he said in no. this same hearing? I've been checked out for three days. You know, follow following up on Sonia Sotomayor saying that there were a hundred thousand kids in the hospital near death with COVID right now. Stephen Breyer, not to be outdone in the whopper uh, category, said that in the United States of America, 750 million people have tested positive for COVID. Wow. That's a lot of people. That's like twice as many people as we have. You know, I thought that at first. Illegals. 
Exactly. Maybe well, he let the cat out of the bag. Yes, exactly. Wow, so we've doubled our population with illegal immigrants. Well, you know, they're flooding across the southern border. I mean, double? That's, that's, you know, I feel I'm like I noticed say, that. I'm not going to say it's impossible. They I'm might not going to say it's impossible. They might not. I mean, well. Stephen Breyer is a Supreme Court justice. Well, he gets all of that, yeah. you know, under the table, secret, double secret. What do we do with this, Davos? What do we do with all this crap? I mean, I, I drink I, more whiskey. You know, is what this is I've the deal. I, I entered into this day, as you guys well know, I'm relatively ignorant to the uh, situations and I wish elements I that have developed over the last couple of days. Know. And I'm just like, you know, I think, well, it's a week. I mean, surely we'll have a slow week of stupidity. From time to time, you know, people there, take days there, off, right? There are no slow weeks when it comes to stupidity. Well, I don't, no, no, it's no. just, I don't even know. I don't even, I just don't even know. Hey, I'm exacerbated. Well, this will help. Speaking of wise Latinas, but I like a- my coffee. AOC caught. You know the wise Latina is her own name for herself. Poor so, Sotomayor. Yes. During her hearings for Supreme Court okay, justice. Well, she's not really proven it. She said. It, she must be lying to, about that too. She said to the Senate during her confirmation hearings, one of the reasons why I should be confirmed. Oh, wow. Is I am a wise Latina. And we make better decisions than white men. Oh. So anyways, huh. that brings up AOC. That doesn't sound racist. <clears throat> AOC got the shivers. Yes, did you she did. Hear about that? I heard, I did I, hear about I, that. I, I heard yeah. she's actually sick, that she's tested positive for the COVID and uh, actually has uh, symptoms. Yep. You know, it's what's interesting about that. You know, she's been, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know, forever it seems like. Uh, blasting the state of Florida for their lax uh, COVID rules. Yeah, you know, no masks. Oh, yeah. You can just go anywhere and act like a normal human being. She's in New York, where all kinds of lockdowns are. You know, all like this. Well, she goes I, at on vacation mm-hmm. with her boyfriend, husband, whatever he is, and they go to Miami of all places which is in Florida, for those of you down in Warwick who may not realize that. It's also in Oklahoma. No, that's Miami. That's in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she went down there and, you know, and they took, you know, the paparazzi took a bunch of pictures of her and she was at a, you know, various events, cafes, bars and stuff like that, not wearing a mask. Right. Even though she was sitting outside. Well, she definitely made it clear that DeSantis could learn a lot from New York's governor. When it comes to mandates and uh, wow, Ed just opened up a bottle of something. Yeah, he did. Uh, but so she's down there not wearing a mask, and guess what? She ends up getting COVID. So yeah. I guess she should have stayed in New so York. So you're saying masks work? Well, you know what's interesting <laughs> about that? CDC, CDC, yes. And uh, they've now come to the realization that that. Dr. Fauci, quite frankly, had a long, long time ago mm-hmm. that cloth masks do not work against viruses. Or is it virus I? But anyway. It's virus I. Uh, and that's what he said in the, in the very beginning, remember? Yeah. That he said, oh, we're never going to have I mean, mask ma- mandates here because, because the, the typical mask that people would buy won't work. Oh, it won't of course, work against the uh, masks viruses. themselves say does not protect against COVID, the spread of COVID. So that's just funny. Uh, yeah. when you buy and so now, yeah. now the CDC has finally come on board with the facts and it said, you know, what, uh, really, these cloth, ma- cloth masks really don't work. We should all go out and get those Ugh. N95 uh, masks or even not you know, doing it. Say goodbye whatever. to the bearded. I'm not doing it because if you've got a beard and an N95 mask, yeah, you don't have anything because at all. it has to. It has to have a seal, right? to try and keep all that stuff out. And plus, I, you know, how much do those things cost? You can't get them three for a dollar like you can at Crest That's with true. the, uh, you know, the cloth mask. And But it's your life, Brandy. How much is your life worth? Mm. How much is the life of others? Mm. Can I? I guess it depends on who the others are. <sighs> I have an important update. All okay, right. Go right ahead. According to www.thought co.com thought co the plural of virus oh gosh is viruses in english yeah I so it's not virus i was, I? I was kidding I Vi- virus I. oh 
You you have fallen <laughs> we for have, two things: hook, line, and sinker. No, we today. we have kids listening, and it's Mm-mm. important that they know. No, we don't. Oh, never mind. No kids. Well, no we, kids have, we have adults show. listening, and it's important that they know. Right, and here's the thing: we have intelligent adults listening. We because everything we say would insult the ignorant ones, so <laughs> the only ones left are the intelligent ones. We correct the record here on Scatter Shoot. That's, that's really the that's and that's the whole thing. I mean, all we're really trying to do is, is call out the reality that this is a lie, this is a lie, this is a lie. Yeah. I'm the guy that wants to say, why are they lying? We don't get to that very often, but when we do, it's Let's known do as that. a conspiracy theory. <laughs> no. Is, it's known as a conspiracy. conspiracy. Yeah. Not a theory. What's the, what's the plural of conspiracies? Conspiracy. Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's many conspiracy that I've investigated. <laughs> I don't, yes, yes. Anyway, is, yeah. th- is ThoughtCo a reputable website? Though I don't. I don't know. I've never heard of it. It's it's, it's a foreign uh, website. If it's a dot .co, that's what is that? Europe? Is no, it it's dot- thoughtco.com. Oh, it is oh, a thoughtco.com. It's the first thing oh, that okay. came up on DuckDuckGo. Oh, well, DuckDuckGo. I mean. There you go. This podcast is brought to you by <laughs> duck, duck, no, the good folks over at SGN. So why do why do they lie? Is it money? Is it power? Is it uh-huh. I'll tell you uh-huh. why they lie. Go. Because they can't stand the truth. They can't no, handle the we truth. We can't, can't handle, handle it either. That's yeah, right. We can't, can't handle it. the truth. I well, I mean... <laughs> because for them... Micro. Look, let, let's talk micro for just a second. It is related. Okay. Mike Rowe, star of Dirty Jobs, 20 seasons. Congratulations, Mike Rowe. I'm excited for that guy going into, I think, me the 21st season. And uh, the longtime narrator of Deadliest Right, Patch yeah. I mean, the also. dude. And various other things. Freaking awesome. And, and one of the reasons I really appreciate who he is is he's a proponent for education. Not for college, for education. And the two we distinctions do, we there. We do need some education and, uh, in this country. I like how he covers that. But he was on uh, Timcast IRL. Uh, night or two ago and he said you know over time theories come out and at some point they're debunked people will say this or that and at some point it'll be debunked or made to be true or whatever and he said the one thing that has never been debunked that has always been true and has always panned out is follow the money Mm -hmm. when you follow the money you find out what's behind any and every nefarious reality that we live in it is foolish for human beings in a society like ours to look at the oligarchy to look at the the uh, elite and think oh that's just kind of random <laughs> oh well, that'd be cool i'd like to be an elite one day that's not a thing that is just not a thing everything is planned it is designed and uh, so you're saying people are selected not elected I'm absolutely saying that. I'm also saying this, you know, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was on that same podcast just a few days before that. And uh, what was interesting about that is she, she was like us, right? She's just an average person who decides to, to run for Congress and she gets there and she doesn't know what's going on. Right. So she learns about the, the voting process mm, of bad. where, you know, I, and there's some video of this, the uh, non record voting, the eyes have it you know, that kind of crap and right, laws are yeah. laws are passed that we have to deal with that they don't based on that system. So she starts calling it, calling the vote and it takes a member of Congress coming up and doing that. So that's her big thing. Talk about making an impact for a person who's ignorant to the process. She only, she turned it to a staffer and said, what, what's going on here? And they said, well, that's how laws are passed. <laughs> Sarcastically. It's a sad story. She yeah. showed up Ready to, to Congress, vote. right? With her little voting book, right? And she had her notes on the laws, and she was ready to vote. And she sat down, and there was nobody else in there, right? And they yeah, walk 10. up, they walk up to the people recording it, yeah. And they just start passing laws, yeah. And she's like, "What's going on here? I want to vote." And they're like, "No, honey, that's not how we do it. Yeah, we only vote on the big stuff for the cameras." Yeah. So then she These, starts. The deal is made between Pelosi and McCarthy, right? Right. Beforehand, and then it's just so fun. she starts. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. Well, my yeah. point is, she starts calling all this stuff out, right? And and then. Uh, on that show she was on, they were talking about, you know, what we need to do is vote in the primaries and get rid of all the establishment. hundred percent agree with it. And she made a really great point. And I've thought about this before and I was just glad to hear her say it. She said, the problem isn't just the elected officials. It's the staff. 
she said the staffers are there as a pool. They're all the same staffers. And that's when she talked about how she got her staff. She gets, you know, one point something million dollars for her staff every year. So she goes in and she doesn't know who to hire. So they're like, well, this guy was here before. And these people have served, you know, all different uh, sure. brands of politics. Right, right. And that's an establishment piece that I think is wrapped, like absolutely overlooked. And there's some even movies in the 80s, um, 80s and 90s that kind of drew some attention to the reality that staffers can drive a lot of that. Um, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was an Eddie Murphy movie when he gets elected because of name recognition. Funny movie. Anyway, and it's a movie, but I'm just saying the, the concept that you have elected officials who are here temporarily, but what about the staffs? What about the people who say, hey, this is what you need to be doing and here's why. These are, these are guys that are on the front end of the deep state and the deep state is a real live thing. It is... It is establishment. People like Fauci is a great example. Fauci is the highest paid government official in the United States, 400 and something thousand dollars a year. And he wasn't elected and he makes policy for our lives that essentially translates to laws. And I think at some point we're going to have to realize this and do something about it. And, and the only way, he, he, as I believe it, the only way we can change our country around is through the constitutional Congress. I don't think we can do it through the existing Congress. I think we've got to have the states come together and decide on new, new ways of doing things because it's the state's federal government. And so they, the states ultimately have to come together and make changes. Well, you know that Congress has ceded all this authority to the regulatory agencies. Right. They can take it back. Well, sure. But this current crop won't do it because they don't want to. I knew, right. I knew a lady who was a congressional page in college mm. and it like poisoned her opinion about the whole entire government. She said to your point, the staffers, she said they would just, and this was for an Oklahoma congressman. She said the staffers would read the bills, not the congressman. Right. And then they just write a one page summary for the congressman. They can put on there whatever they want. And then they give their opinion on whether the constituents would like it or not. And then that's how the congressman puts well, it. Well, you know, you know, one, one of the problems that you're talking about there, Ed, I mean, I mean, if no one person, whether you're talking about a, you know, in Congress or in the Senate or even locally in the state legislature, there's so much stuff being created. So many of those people are filing bills and all like this. You cannot, uh, you know, if you're a congressman or a senator or even a state house, state senate, it is impossible for that individual person to read all of the crap right. that comes through. Mm -hmm. You cannot do it. That's right. These are not, some of them are. It would be impossible to do just <clears throat> the uh, the megabus or ultrabus or superbus, yeah, whatever that was called. Pages. Right, right. I, I mean, there are... You know, some bills, bill. especially at the state level, may only be one page long. That's all but they should be. And that's we probably... Live a, we, we live in, a, in but, a twatter society. What we should really do <laughs> is keep our uh, Twitter. I mean, we should keep all of the bills down to 40 characters. If you can't say what you need to say in 40 characters, it's not good. Four, right. And so some of, the, some of these, some of these How about bills one page? Okay. are hundreds and thousands of pages long. Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's say you have, let's say in a fantasy world here that Congress, that each person in Congress, I'm talking about the House and the Senate, each person gets to write one bill. All right. Well, that's 535. Right. There's what, 435 members of Congress, unless my you know, adult brain is off and there's a hundred members of the Senate. That's 535. It's a lot. That's a lot of pages. Yeah. Even and if they were just one page. Even if they were right, even if they were just one page, it's still a lot. But most of them, especially at the federal level, aren't even close to one page. Right. You know, most of them are, you know, at least 50 or 60. A lot of them are hundreds. Some of them are thousands. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and that's why, and it's omnibus. It, that's what I was trying to think. Yes. Of. 
<laughs> and it's <laughs> much it different right. from the magic bus. But, Absolutely. Uh, you know, and one thing that happens, especially here in Oklahoma and in other states like ours, and to a certain extent in, in well, actually to a big extent in Congress too, because they have self-imposed deadlines. The state legislature here in Oklahoma, they begin in February and they're by statute, they have to end in May. And, you know, get out of there and, and do their stuff. Everything has to be done. Well, you know how people love to procrastinate. Right. And put things off. You know, there usually there will be hundreds of bills filed at the state capitol. And there's going to be some hemming and some hawing and some complaining and moaning and negotiating and all kinds of things. And finally, as you're getting down to the last week, all this crap's got to get done. Mm -hmm. Got to vote on it. If it makes it, you got to vote on it. Don't have to pass it, but you got to vote on it. And so things are coming in and, you know, it's getting written up at the last minute because there's been so much hemming and hawing and negotiating. You got guys at you know, quarter to midnight trying to, you know, look through a 700 page bill hmm. and it's got to be passed by midnight. There has to have some action by midnight and maybe it plops on your desk at a quarter till that ain't getting done. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're thinking, okay, I've been told that it'll do this, that, and the other. Well, I like this and that. I don't much like the other, but geez, I, I, I better pass it or that you don't like any of it. And so you don't pass it. Well, it turns out that a third of that bill is stuff you freaking love. Right. But because you didn't have time to go through all 700 pages, you voted against it or vice versa. Mm -hmm. The whole, the whole thing is fouled up, mm -hmm. but that's the way it is. And un until you ac actually <sighs> change it, I mean, that's the way it's gonna be. Cool. So uh, how about Georgia, huh? Oh, the Bulldogs. The football team. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> Were you asleep in the early part of the show? You know, I liked it. I loved it. I didn't watch it. I, in fact, I just learned. The well, way. I, I, in my opinion, if, and I know, if it could have, should have, would have. If Bama would have had their two wide receivers, the one who uh, blew out his knee, in the SEC championship game, and then the one that blew out his knee in the first quarter mm. against Georgia. If they if they would have had those two wide receivers, they probably would have won the game. And I would have been sad. But he could. So Why? they didn't. Well, I can't root well, for screw Georgia. Screw Alabama. I know, well, I Alabama, know, yeah. Alabama, Bama, 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 Bama. Why, why don't you like greatness? It's too much. I'm not an Alabama Let's fan. Spread it around. I don't want to see the same team win all well, the time. Well, then develop a winning, my team. Develop a good football now, program. If it's my Oklahoma State Cowboys, they can win ten years in a row, and I'm great. If it's the Dallas <laughs> Cowboys, they can win develop ten times a in a row. Team if it's Alabama, freaking Bama, screw them. Well, so you let's know, get somebody else in there, and we got Georgia the in there. The first thing is, well, see, I I'm biased. I'm biased because I know a certain gap tooth, bug tooth. Georgia, Georgia fan person. That I would really love to have seen crushed, but instead he got to be happy. So well, he's he the only he's he the only human being happy. on earth that I don't like. Ed, who is this? He hasn't been happy in forty years. How old is he? Is he forty years old? Maybe he's never been happy. That's true. I mean, they have the last national championship they won was nineteen eighty. I'll just forty one years ago. I'll just relax in that. But you know, you Alabama admit, won one a year ago. Georgia hasn't won one in 41 oh, years. So they should get their turn? So you Damn believe right. in socialism? <laughs> socialism. No, I just, I he, just do to, not believe. I don't believe in socialism, no. Much will be because given if, it was, if I believed in socialism, more, much will be taken. it would be everybody oh, gets to win a national everybody. championship. It'd be like Oprah. You get a national championship, and you get a national championship, and we all get a national now and the boy, Georgia, you know, I haven't even had hardly any whiskey, and I didn't look at me. I now mean, I, I will admit that the Georgia cheerleaders are a quality squad. I thought that their professionalism—they're not their routines. So you're saying were they're they're amazing. not they're not dogs? No, they are not dogs. I thought that they I thought that they fielded an exceptional squad this year. I do. <laughs> I like to see young ladies developing and. <laughs> doing, <laughs> succeeding and doing you know accomplishing stuff. 
I thought they accomplished what they were trying to do. Mm. Okay. Wow. But is Nick Saban <laughs> not the great? Okay. Okay, Randy, will you will you say that Nick, Nick Saban, Saban is the greatest, greatest college football coach of, coach of all time? Yes. yes. Okay. No question. Then I respect your opinion. Because, you know, Nick Saban. Go Georgia. You know, you remember when Nick Saban, I mean, Alabama is a blue blood program, mm-hmm. but when Nick Saban took over Alabama, they were not playing at a blue blood level. No, they were not. And he brought them back. And, and you know, he had great success at LSU also. Mm-hmm. And he had success at Michigan State before that. What and about, the Miami and now Dolphins. He's, what about, yeah, what about uh, Les Miles? Is he not in this conversation? As the greatest ever? He, he is, gave the greatest <laughs> post-game interviews. Ever. Les Miles also would be probably the greatest grass-eating coach that's ever lived. Yes, grass-eating here's, here's my favorite LSU. There have been other great grass-smoking coaches, but... Ah. Les actually my f- ate it. My real, favorite, real grass, my favorite Les Miles LSU Jamarcus Russell play in the world was against Auburn when there was like 12 seconds left. The clock's ticking down. LSU has a timeout <laughs> that they could use, and Les is just standing there. It's at home, Death Valley at night, standing there with the grass hanging out. Some of our fans will remember this game. And he's just standing there, doesn't call the timeout. Jamarcus Russell... Drops, he's behind center. They're like at 32-yard line, down by four. They need to score a touchdown. Jamarcus Russell's mouthpiece falls out of his mouth. Now it's down to like eight seconds. He's under center. He stands up. He reaches down, picks up his mouthpiece, looks at it. We're at like five seconds. Wipes it off on his pants. Puts it back in his mouth. Takes the snap. And throws a touchdown pass and they win wow. the game. And Les Miles is coming off and they go to interview him and they said, You know, what'd you think of that last play? Why didn't you call a timeout? And he goes, Timeout? He goes, Isn't this a great atmosphere? I just love college. <laughs> oh my gosh. He didn't even know he had it. Anyways, wow. little little story. It was a little exciting moment for me. I'm sorry. That's weird. I went off track. I don't know. I'm like sure there were many moments like that under Wink and Why We. Uh, I don't know. I just try not to pay attention to that. But I, I thought Les was great up at OSU right until the time <sighs> he stabbed us in the back and went to LSU. Yeah, that's true. Beat he the evil the empire twice. Yeah. We don't have a whole lot of coaches who uh, have, have that on their resume. Yeah. I don't but care much for Les Miles. What happened to him in Kansas? I know he went to Kansas. He just, how long did he stay up there? Uh, until they ran him off. So they did run him off? It well, it was because too. of this stuff that came out down at LSU. Mm. Speaking oh, of what? speaking what? of, you were you were talking about developing girls. Well, you know, Les had a problem with that down at no, LSU with didn't. some of the with some of the LSU cheerleaders, I believe. Are you serious? Yes, I, did, I never knew about that. Yes. See, I don't follow. He that. was involved. Oh. There were some other people that maybe were more involved, but he got swept up into that kind of stuff. There was some harassment going on, oh. and uh, now was it? It, it came out. Uh, you know, it happened several years before he went to Kansas, but we were in the midst of, you know, cancel culture and things like mm-hmm. that. And when that report came out and I think, uh, I think most of that was going on like 2013 or 14, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. The, I guess the KU athletic director did not do, did not vet him really well. If he'd have talked to anybody seriously down at LSU, they probably would have told him. But I mean, you know, you're the athletic director at Kansas. I mean, there's not very many big name football yeah. coaches that would agree to come up there, you know, unless they're going <laughs> pheasant hunting or something. I mean, come on. And so, you know, they hired him. And then, what was it? 18 months later, he was fired based on what had happened down at LSU or Is what that had why been he alleged. Left LSU? I believe he was, if I remember right, yeah, he was kind of forced out at LSU or he resigned before a lot of that stuff, you know, came out. And then, you know, he sat out for a little while and then KU offered him a contract he couldn't refuse. And then, you know, they found out he was, you know, big mess. I didn't know that. Big Hmm. mess. Well, I was, yeah, okay. Well, it's uh, the time of the show where we talk about each one of us takes a moment, talks about what we believe the next week holds for us all, the future. Randy? Okay, well, this is uh, not something I'm used to, but I'm going to go, I'm going to say that on Sunday, 
This coming or a week from this Sunday? This coming Sunday. Uh-huh. You said what's going to be happening I know. In the I just week double-checked. Just double Sunday. Dallas Cowboys will beat the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC playoffs. And uh, when I saw that matchup, I thought, well, that's kind of cool because that's the Cowboys and the 49ers had some great battles in the playoffs over the years and some of, you know, the more iconic moments in in playoffs. Is Montana still the quarterback out there at 49ers? (laughs) I wish he was. Because I, he probably would not be quite as good at his age as Tom Brady is at his age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Brady's. But Cowboys and 49ers Sunday afternoon, 3.30, I believe, on CBS. All right. So Tony Romo, the former Cowboy quarter. In fact, Choke. Tony Romo, one of, one of Tony Romo's, I know you do. Choke but, him Say what you will about Tony Romo, and yes, he had some problems in the, in the playoffs. Say what but, you will about Hitler. But. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Sorry, Tony Romo. But one one of uh, uh, the uh, Tony Romo had one of his great moments with with the Cowboys in a in a Forty Niners hmm. game, an overtime game. People found out later that Tony Romo was playing. In that game, at this point, it had happened. The incident had happened earlier in the game when he was sacked. They found out after the game that Tony Romo had a punctured lung Mm. after being sacked. And uh, he threw for, I don't know, 350, 400 yards, something like that. And he threw a, a pass to, what was his name? His last name was Holly. You know, it was a kid who had not... Had not made a play all season long. Hmm. You know, he was, a, a, you know, a bench guy. And Romo had, you could see, you know, in, in a replay, <clears throat> CBS had, I think it was CBS, maybe it was Fox in those days, probably was. And they found the tape and there was a shot of Romo talking to uh, Holly on the sideline. And it looked like he was saying, because they're trying to read his lips, he said, that Tony Romo is looking at him and he and he's going, I'm coming to you in this next drive. I'm coming to you, so be ready. Mm. And nobody, because he hadn't made a play all year. Nobody the receiver covered Holly, really Right, him. right, exactly, because they were looking at other guys. Yeah. And this was in, in an overtime, and the Cowboys were down about their own 20-yard line because they were just starting the possession. And Romo, you know, fakes it to... The running back, everybody comes in thinking this is what it is because, you know, you don't really throw the a bomb on your first play of a drive from your own 20-yard line in overtime. Right. But play action, Romo back to pass. Holly is wide open down the middle of the field. Romo throws a great pass. Holly mm-hmm. catches it. He doesn't quite have the speed to outrun <clears throat> the cornerback who's chasing him, but he gets all the way down to the one-yard line. Mm-hmm. And then the Cowboys kick a field goal and win the game in overtime. And and Holly, you know, you see him after the and he's just ecstatic because he had not he hadn't done anything like that. Mm. And and Romo singled him out and said, I'm coming to you. Mm-hmm. So the legend says. No, it's I've he seen may, the play. He, he I've may seen have, it. He may have been saying, Can you please run your route correctly? No, I saw. What I'm it was. sorry. I can tell you're very inspired. I mean, you inspired. can you Let can me. see you can see when you see the replay. He's he. You can see him saying, "I'm coming to you." He may have meant after the game. He said, "Party I'm gonna at your get house." You. So after that play, how long was it before the Cowboys <laughs> choked and didn't go to the Super Bowl? Next game or game what? after? They haven't gone to the Super Bowl in thirty freaking years. So I know. I'm just really, saying. <laughs> yeah. What know. does it matter? <laughs> This whole thing. All right, so I'm sorry, Randy. Well, you know, you're not sorry. He asked me a question. I I didn't know where to go. That came up, and plus, I'm just thinking I want to kill enough time so I can get back to drinking whiskey. I mean, come on, you you can drink whiskey whiskey on this call. Okay, so what about you, Ed or Jeremy? No, Ed's next. What what is this week? When I heard Randy give his prediction, (laughs) I got a little sad. You're a 49er fan? No, no. I'm not any NFL fan. Are you kidding me? Look at the disgust in his face. I, I don't. Not, I don't. I, am, I only I'm watch still the a NFL. Dallas Cowboy fan. I only watch the NFL one time per year, and that's to watch the Eagles in the playoffs. 
and to watch the Cowboys choke in the playoffs. Watch the Eagles. So in what the I was playoffs. about to tell you well, is you watch it a lot less than once a year. Occurring on Sunday is the Eagles defeating the Buccaneers nope. at noon. Nope. Well, on, on you know, CBS. actually, actually, and then the I Cowboys losing that. to San Francisco. No, the Cowboys yes, are not going to lose to San Francisco. You know what? Actually, I might you know not what? mind the Eagles beating the Buccaneers. Play of the year. Because they, if the Cowboys end up playing the Eagles later on in the playoffs, they have a much better chance of beating them than they do Brady and the Bucks. Play of the year. Eagles money line over Tampa Bay Sunday. Sunday. That's a little too rich for my blood so, there. Uh, Plus, I hate the, the pay, Eagles. The payout will be I, very the, I hate the Philadelphia Eagles more than any other team in well, the Well, I figured you would. And the Washington like Redskins or football team whatever the hell i hate them second most and i hate the giants third most interesting well because they're in dallas's division and have been forever so that's There's a lot of hate going on there over the years but my other prediction is that hundreds of millions of americans will have a great week this week and will live in a great country and have a great week how with many, their families and at work. How many hundreds, hundreds of millions? How many hundreds of millions? At least two hundred million Americans will have a great week, a great time at work. Wow, a great time in their. You know what? I'm thinking that wow. there's going to be Play more like um, about. Uh, well, actually, I'm thinking there's going to be more like four hundred million Americans are going to have a great weekend That's because more because they don't have COVID because they don't live here. Remember what I said earlier about Justice Breyer, yeah. who said there were seven hundred and fifty million Americans that oh, had he, tested positive. You're living in Briarland. <laughs> I'm in the Briar Patch right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Supreme Court Justice. We yes. should probably have an age limit on them. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm I mean, when they get Breyer, so old, Bri no. well, Briar is is really old. But I know. Sonia's not. No, think about. I mean, what did you what did you say? She calls herself the young Latina, the wise Latina. <gasps> Because they make better decisions than white men. No, that's what she said in front of the Senate. I'm. Don't send me hate emails. That's what she said. That's her quote. Nobody has your email. Also, <laughs> also uh, one other thing. Can I say another thing? I mean, well, I mean you I, can say there are no limits. Want. I've taken can, a lot of time. You can just keep right on. I took a lot of time with my Romo, uh, Jesse Holly story. It was very inspirational. What insurance company does Jesse Holly sell for now? <laughs> oh. Um... Well, usually they're insurance agents after mm -hmm. their career. I have no idea. Yeah, because who doesn't want their agent to be an ex-NFL football player? Yeah, or truck drivers. Um, and there's nothing. Truck driving is an honorable profession. That's how we get everything in our stores. It's important. Hmm. Go ahead with your predictions. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, Quickly, please. Uh, right to it. Come on. I predict that Jen Psaki will be very aggravating in her press conference. Oh, that's not that's prediction. it. All right. You know, I'm surprised she's still press secretary. I thought she was leaving. Actually, didn't yeah. she announce That's a few months saying. ago I'm that like, she was I'm leaving? Like, why is she, she was still? To I know guess. Anything. I guess maybe nobody wants that job. <laughs> and so she's like, "Well, geez, I guess I'm gonna." She doesn't want that job. You know. Well, you know, but, she can always yeah. she can she always stop go showing home up, and, I suppose, and have some of that uh, Japanese booze that is named after her. Oh, yeah, maybe they gave her a pay raise. Jen Saki Saki. Mm -hmm. I should distill that. Actually, that Saki's brewed. For those who don't know, Saki really? is brewed. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yep, yeah. uh, it's a brewed spirit. Uh, my prediction is that blue team will defeat red team on Sunday uh, oh. due to the courageous efforts of my paintball guy. That's very disappointing <laughs> not, when I hear the blue yeah, team blue, will beat gross. the red team. That's, gross. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Are you going to have a big B painted on your chest? Hopefully that doesn't happen in November Didn't of you just predict the blue team beating the red team? Ooh. I no. Yeah. No, no, I think you did. No. Did. I said the Cowboys over the 49ers. I didn't say anything about blue, red. Cowboys, 49ers. When their logos are at the bottom of the screen, they have a background behind their name. One is blue, one is red. Uh, sometimes the Cowboys the Cowboys uh, color is silver if they're if, sometimes or sometimes it's white. But come Sunday, it will be blue. No, the game is in in uh, in uh, Arlington, anyway, so it, it won't be blue. Point is, is that uh, I'm talking about my paintball adventure oh. in Texas this weekend. So so. I, I I keep thinking that you know the the blue team. You have a big old D on your jersey. Yep. Not no, not meaning Dallas. Mm -hmm. No, 
And the red there team. No, the, none of that. Okay. Maybe it's subliminal. Said. Did you call blue team? Did you say we want to be the blue team? I didn't, no, I didn't say that. Mm. I didn't. I didn't sign up and go. Ah, we want to be the blue team. I didn't say that. How weird! I know that sounds like what I would say. No, I. Uh, the. Oh my gosh! You know, some people would just call that a <sighs> Freudian slip. Yeah, huh? it's you not know, Freudian. Slip it right in. We there, should probably have him team. checked out. Vetted. Probably. You know, actually, really, if it comes right down to it, we should probably have all of us should be checked out. I don't want to be checked out. <laughs> well, all I know is my uh, my boys with the dystopians, that's our local team, uh, are going to, I don't know, it's not going to be because of us that we win, but we're going to we're gonna have a good time. I'm looking forward to good. it. Running some, with some guys I haven't played with in a long time, too, so that'll be fun. It could be because of you guys that you win. I mean, it could be, but we'll yeah. never know. You can make the That's same why, reality. Why, why, now, why wouldn't you know? It just doesn't work like that, man. It doesn't? No. You could jump in front of the paintball round for your... Uh, yeah, yeah, take <laughs> one to take No, one I mean, I team. could do that, and it will not determine whether we win or lose. <laughs> there are no points for shooting people. So you don't get... What? So there isn't, there isn't a like a last shot. You can come no. in block with your body and save I, the game. No, like the, Doug Heffernan. The event, <laughs> Doug Heffernan. I miss that, King. Um, so no, the, the way you get points in uh scenario paintball is by accomplishing missions and the mm. shooting people is deterring them from accomplishing the mission. Mm. So taking a shot or getting shot is just a delay basically. I mean, it's a definitely a deterrent. Nobody wants to get shot, but, um, you know, so uh, the way that we could win is if we accomplished missions, because that would earn us points that could put us over the edge. But if you killed everybody on the opposition, virtually, yes, wouldn't you be able to do all them well, elimination? Well, it's true. not. It's not one. One. You're not. You don't get to play just once. So if I get, if I kill everybody uh, virtually, if I shoot everybody with a paintball, then they just go back to the starting spot and respawn. Oh, come back in the game. That doesn't sound like any fun. No, it doesn't. Uh-uh. When you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. When you're shot, okay. you're shot. Do you guys have medics? It is fun. Yeah, we do. Like have if medics. somebody gets shot, you're like, medic! Yes. They come and do a combat assessment. There, this, this particular event is amazing. And in, in all honesty, the reason why it's so fun is because there are so many. It's very, very challenging. And almost all the games have things that have medics and these different, what they'll call MOSs, right? Mission Operational Specialists. And uh, they're distributed by, handed out by the commanders and not everybody has a role. But the big thing is, is like, uh, for example, uh, a mission may be to find and disarm the uh, IEDs that are located at grid 4H. So you have to figure out where grid 4H is first. Then you have to figure out how to disarm them. And that is a submission because the instructions on how to disarm them have to be determined by other missions that happen these are clues that you pick up along the way so it's very elaborate in the process and if you do it wrong you blow up in the way it works because i blew up once uh (laughs) i'm still here it's all right Um, but it's like a smoke grenade so if you pull it and it's not disarmed it just blows up smoke and you're out oh i would have i would have thought maybe it blew up paint or something sometimes yeah, they do sometimes they do they have I mean, you know paint the, the, the particular yeah, ones sense. the particular ones i was messing with with smoke but they do have some that blow up paint and uh and you know the reason for it is the ones that blow up paint don't really blow up the way you would want them to in your mind smoke just does do better well they probably okay, s- i see they the stunk. paint might just kind of bubble out it just kind of goes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just kind of spews it's, whereas the smoke kind of is it, more and it's, of a, and it's yeah. a huge amount i mean well, we're talking like Military grade marking smoke. It like fills an entire area outside where you can't see. Well, they stopped using paint after Helsinki in '86. Oh, uh, I remember the Helsinki event. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. I this really what we're talking about here is the greatest happening in sport. Forget double overtime. Never mind. <laughs> Forget Jamarcus Russell dropping. Yeah, his that was piece. nothing. Uh, but then this would be it's fun. It's a you know 80, 80 or ninety players, maybe hundred players. I don't know. Two on, you know, two sides shooting each other for two days. But you know what? One of the best parts about this whole event is my wife is going with me and we're doing a little getaway, just us two. Oh, very nice. She'll talk to me on the radio while I'm out running around in my cute little pants. (laughs) Oh, do you wear like stretchy pants? No, I don't. Okay, well, with that TMI, (laughs) 
running pants? You know, uh, the, or the bicycle? Uh, you no. look like Lance Armstrong no. out there. No, I have paintball pants that are. Ooh, big. let's talk about that next week. Can we talk about bicycles? Lance next Armstrong? Week? No, just bicyclists and their behavior on the road. <clears throat> <laughs> I've got clips. The ones who dress up in the little little panties and all that. Oh my god! Ride around. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I suppose anything could happen. Scatter shooting. Well, we'll have your microphone open until Jeremy decides to turn it off. Won't take when long. When you're talking about guys in bike panties, I don't know how much of that either one of us would be able to take, but. Yeah, not much. Okay, kids, that'll do it. Have you enjoyed this thrilling edition of Scatter Shooting? <laughs> as much as we have bringing it to you. If so, we'll be right back here the same time, the same back channel next Wednesday. For another edition of Scatter Shooting. I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. Yeah, there he is right there. And Ed. The neighbor from, from the, the north. <laughs> which would be, as I look at it, that way. That's right, right over there. All right. Have a great rest of the day, a great rest of the week. We'll see if our predictions come true when we join you again next Wednesday. Until then, see you.